We're constantly replenishing our pipeline full of different opportunities and programs that come into Lidos. So advantages of, of working for a larger company is that there's more opportunity to grow, there's more opportunity to move around. Even though it's a large organization, you still have those small teams within the programs that make you feel like that hometown feel where you have a team and you feel a unity and communication and collaboration with your team. Welcome to Security Cleared Jobs, Who's Hiring and How, the podcast for cleared professionals looking for new opportunities and career advice. We go behind the scenes with recruiters and hiring managers from leading cleared employers to uncover the information you need to make a smart career move. Get ready for insights from this week's guest and your hosts, Kathleen Smith and Rachel Bozeman. Welcome, everyone. It's Kathleen, and we're glad you're here today. Hey, Rachel. Well, hello, Kathleen, and hello, everybody out there in the world. <laughs> today, we're talking with Stephanie Lovett, Talent Acquisition Specialist and Strategic Recruiting Lead with Lidos. Stephanie is an experienced recruiter who has been in the community almost as long as I have. And she has been just a great friend. We have loved having her part of our community and she's always voted best recruiter. So Stephanie, so glad to have you here with us. So glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So Stephanie, if you could tell us just a little bit more about you and your path working for Lidos, one of the largest government contractors out there. Sure. So, yeah, I've been in the talent acquisition business for about 24 years and uh, I've been with Lidos for about six of those years. And I'll tell you, it's been the most rewarding experience overall. Um, the systems and processes um, and the communication is second to none in this place and uh, definitely ensures your success overall as an employee and um, they are one of the the most respected and largest government contractors um, and the company's integrity and moral compass speaks for itself. So Lidos is a four-time honoree of the world's most ethical companies and I'm very very proud to be a part of this organization. So Lidos has so many positions in centers of cleared work across the country, but give us a general overview, Stephanie, of the typical types of cleared positions you're looking to fill. Sure. So our core capabilities are cyber ops, digital modernization, integrated systems, mission ops, and mission software systems, to name a few. And our greatest expertise shortage and challenge is, of course, software development, as, of course, in this local DMV area that can be very challenging for both new and existing programs that we support. Um, so the mission-critical systems that our engineers work on typically require agile solutions to deliver secure mission quality software. So we're always looking at new ways to bring in software development talent to train and develop in order to support these mission critical programs. But also with that being said, your systems administrators, systems engineers, network engineers, network administrators, help desk, um, all of the support tiers, those are the types of positions that we look for here in the DMV area mostly. So being one of the largest government contractors out there, what is your top two or three biggest needs? Um, top three would be software development to include any kind of agile uh, DevOps kind of development 
Um, that can be anywhere from the languages of Azure or um, we're looking for GitHub or Java, C++, some SQL, um, all of the languages, all of the major languages that come together for software development for the mission critical systems that we support. So I know y'all are pretty popular. You get tons of applications every day. And something that we get asked all the time is, how do you, how does someone stand out? So in the midst of one million applications, how does that resume really ride to, rise to the top so that they can really be that applicant that you want to talk to? Well, that's a great question. And um, I would say speak to the job description number one, okay, and make sure that your resume is chronological and as in much detail as uh, your systems, networks, languages that you, that you use and work with are right there in the first and, and foremost. And I would also say it definitely helps not only to have your resume present itself but also if you if you know somebody within the company that's a sure way to get yourself risen to the top so that somebody takes a look at your resume good talent has good talent connections so that's what i would say and i just make sure that you elaborate on your experience with as much detail as you can give um, apply to only a few positions at a time because anything more than maybe five it kind of clouds what you're really looking for so i would pay attention to like four or five and then move on from there and then focus on on the job fit first and foremost and the rest will follow so make sure that your resume speaks to that position if you can pull out a few words here and there so that that rises to the top so when a recruiter's looking at all of these different resumes and you know that they do and there's a lot of competition they're going to choose you because they see the skills they they see the clearance they see the location and oftentimes too some people uh, don't put their location or their contact information and that can you know definitely deter somebody from getting back to you right away Absolutely. And you kind of touched on it, but I want to dig in a little bit deeper. You have so many opportunities, the size of your organization. There's just so many great opportunities. And sometimes maybe someone just wants all of them. So they just start applying to so many positions. We have puppies here too. Uh She's really interested in a position there. I'm not sure of her qualifications, but she definitely is interested. Um, You know, it, she, she's just really excited about those opportunities. But something that I think a new would do that maybe some of our other cleared professionals would do as well is they start applying to everything, right? Just hoping something sticks. Let's just throw spaghetti against the wall. So could you give us just a little bit more of kind of like your recommendation? How many is too many when you're applying out there? Definitely, you know, you want to start small. But I'd say anything over like 10 or 15, that you need to narrow it down. You need to kind of pick, and and that's also, it goes to communication. And if you do throw spaghetti up against the wall, then you're not going to get the the focused results that you need for the skill sets that you have to bring to the table, right? So speak to that job description, and I would would say eh, 7 to 10. I think 10 is kind of pushing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you put sort of a number on that because a lot of times people, they do put the spaghetti up against the wall, and then they get mad that no one from Lido's gets back to them or from any other company, when in actuality, it's being strategic and also making sure that whatever resume is coming in matches the job description as much as possible. 
you know, because of the pandemic, we actually have sort of a new environment that we're talking about as far as finding jobs and recruiting. And obviously a question that's at the top of all of our listeners' lists is talking about remote opportunities. With so many positions you have available at Lidos, and most require an on-site presence, but there are some particular categories or types of positions that you see are either fully remote or hybrid. Can you talk a little bit about those for us? Sure. Now, we do have different divisions, and of course, I support the Intel. So, you know, in the internal world, you really mainly need to be on site for obvious reasons. Do they happen? Sure, they do, but it's on a case by case scenario. So, you really have to dig, and all of our positions are listed whether or not that's an opportunity for the individual. That being said, it does not hurt to ask the recruiter if you apply for a position, if those kinds of opportunities are uh, available for that particular position. Um, I've seen a lot of IT positions that might have a little bit of lenience that way, Uh, but it's not across the board. It's not a standard, so it's not cookie cutter. It depends on the individual program and the individual need and requirement of that program. So we know a lot of cleared professionals come from a whole host of different backgrounds, some from itty-bitty companies, some from medium, and some from large. But when we think about those cleared professionals in particular that are coming from small or maybe medium-sized business, coming to a huge organization like Lido's, what are some of the things that you can kind of help coach or talk to them about, about how that difference coming from something small to something amazing and large, how that's really a positive move and not something scary or negative? Well, I would say that with a larger company like Lidos, we have a lot of opportunity for internal mobility to grow your career. There's a lot of situations where you can grow your career by taking those different certification classes because we are a larger organization. I would say the stability of the company is something that's very positive because you know that there will be a position after this one. Depending upon when those contracts are over, there's also something else coming in the door. So we're constantly replenishing our pipeline full of different opportunities and programs that come into Lidos. So uh, advantages of, of working for a larger company is that there's more opportunity to grow. There's more opportunity to move around. There's also, um, even though it's a large or organization, you still have those small teams within the programs that make you feel like that hometown feel where you have a team and you feel a unity and communication and collaboration with your team. Awesome. You brought up some really great points with that, that there are so many career paths that are available within a large company. But what I've always seen is that, yes, you you have small family units and then bigger family units within the company, which I think is absolutely great. So something we're seeing more of is external referral programs. I noticed that Lidos has a 5,000 referral available to anyone, anywhere, if they refer someone to you who is hired. For those who are not familiar with referral programs, can you sort of walk us through the mechanics for getting that referral bonus? I will say each division 
is set up a little bit differently, but I know within Intel, if you have somebody that is fully cleared, um, fully cleared meaning TSSCI with a CI or a full scope, you are eligible to submit a referral for an external referral bonus payout. And that would be if that person were to be hired and it depends on that program and that requisition and what the requirements are. But yes, you would be eligible and that is an opportunity that we are very proud to be able to offer externally as well as internally. With the market being as, as it is, great people know great people and you're sitting next to people in those spaces and we want to make sure that we compensate you for the people that you're referring to our programs. And I know another great thing that you guys do is your ice cream truck. And yes. I just love Everybody loves the ice cream truck. <laughs> And we just loved it having it at our clear job fair. So can you tell us a little bit more about uh, your ice cream truck and how that came about? So yes, that was had actually was an old vehicle, I believe, that was refurbished. This was probably right when I started. And they um, would take it to different sites and be able to offer the employees some ice cream, you know, just as a goodwill gesture. We do have scoops dressed up in in his um, finest ice cream costume that sometimes we'll ride around in the truck and go to different sites if it is approved at different times. But yes, and that's really something that's great, especially at our company facilities uh, for people to get together and just have a little bit of social time and network with each other. And, you know, during the hot summer months, especially, it's really well received and everybody likes ice cream and everybody is so excited to see that truck come up. And I just really love this about Lido's that you, you see them frequently out in the community. You see the purple out there all the time. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more about how employees bring their uh, passion to management so that there can be more community outreach? Um, aside from, you know, backpacks um, for for some of the, the local elementary schools, I know that there have been teams that have gotten together and put together supplies for the children. And then also, um, very near and dear to me is a, a friend of mine, a colleague at Lidos, who um, spends a lot of time at, it's called the Sprout Center, and they are very focused on special needs and they've had a couple of events where I think I I actually walked in the event it was a 5k and then we had a little bit of um, music and entertainment afterwards a little bit of food and it was just a really nice way to give back to the community and it made this person whose daughter was involved it just made her feel really special and just really uh, under this, under the wing of, of Lidos and, and it made us feel more like a family. And that's really what's important, right? It's, it's not just going to the job and, and, and doing the job. It's also, these are the people that you work with most of the time, um, of your life. And, and it's nice to be able to do a little community support. And I've seen, um, we've done a lot of, uh, service type, um, you know, in military services, we've done some 5Ks for that. We've done even longer. We've done the Tour de Cure, which is for diabetes and, and promoting wellness and funds for, for research for that particular cause. 
been heart walks and there's been all kinds of activity internally as far as the wellness program that we have. Uh, lots of people are involved with uh, making sure that they're maintaining health and there are people who collaborate and get together and, and do all kinds of good community outreach for wellness as well. And another thing that I know you're very passionate about is the hiring of veterans. And I know that you have at Lidos several different programs to recruit and retain veterans, including Operation MVP or your Military Alliance Group. Can you tell us a little bit more about those? Sure. Um, So the Lidos Military Alliance Group is a professional network of Lidos employees made up of veterans, military spouses, and those interested in supporting veterans and veteran-related issues. Um, MAG serves to recognize the service of veterans in our organization, unify company veterans by celebrating their service, support to our own during time of duty and hardship, and serve and inform those wearing the country's uniform. Uh, The foundation of MAG is to serve those who have served. And I can provide the link so that you can learn a little bit more about that. But it's pretty much um, lidos.com forward slash operation MVP. Something that we've had pop up on many conversations with many of our friends is just about transparency in the job search process. So would you mind just talking to us a little bit more about the importance of a job seeker, having that level of transparency and honesty when it comes to juggling multiple offers? Lots of times we're juggling, both recruiters are juggling multiple candidates, candidates are juggling multiple um, companies with different offers. Relationship building is really what, what's paramount here and making sure that, you know, it's okay to say, yeah, I've got like two or three offers. And while you don't have to be transparent with exactly who or what those offers look like, it is really important to keep your recruiters informed uh, through the process because they have to make sure that their programs understand what the expectations are and and set expectations that way. So it's really important that you're transparent when there are um, different multiple offers and also through the process, let's just say maybe you changed your mind and it's not the right fit. Um, Just making sure that you're communicating with your and collaborating with your recruiters is really key so that they can be an advocate for you and help you to get the the position that you need or even maybe even point you in, in the right direction. So question for you. Are you seeing any of your interviews really coming back to that in-person mode, or are most of yours still staying in the world of virtual? Well, that's a good question because a lot of our programs have always, because of the different locations that they are, typically a phone interview is, is very common. But some programs prefer in-person. But I would say things haven't really changed too much in my world as far as doing virtual interviews, um, whether that be just a phone interview or um, much like what we're doing today. But the in-person interview, I don't feel like it really was... Uh, put on hold before the pandemic. I think we continued on the way that we pretty much do things. But I will say that, you know, in in person events and career events, as as we know, are are back in the forefront now. And I think a lot of people really like to get that FaceTime with people. Networking events are really important. But as far as the phone interview, well, 
it all depends on the position and the program and, and what they, their requirements are. And we love seeing you at the Clear Job Fairs. And it's so great, as you said, we have so many in-person events going on. So I was wondering if you could sort of do two bits of tips. So what would be a tip for someone who does go to a Clear Job Fair as far as how to interact with the recruiters? And then sort of contrast that with what kind of tips someone should think about when they're doing a virtual interview. So when you come to a job fair, I mean, it's going to be pretty much a handshake and talking about what opportunities that we have available. But please keep in mind, too, that we're there representing the whole company. So what we have and what we're recruiting on may not be what we have company-wide. So it is very helpful for you to come to the table and just say, this is the position that I was interested in. I applied to it. I have talked to the recruiter or I have not talked to the recruiter. And then we can kind of push it through those channels to make sure that you get that extra warm intro to the, the program managers. And as far as a virtual interview, I would just say, know a little bit about the company make sure that you've read the job description. And also, again, sometimes you need to put it on the recruiter, hey, this really isn't the right fit, or can you please give me more information so that you're prepared when the the program manager comes on the line and asks you those technical questions and can tell you about his program, but to save time, you've done your homework and we've done our homework on you. So it just makes the process go a little bit smoother. And I think everybody will agree that the more prepared that you are in speaking is, is going to be how comfortable you feel with the interview. Wonderful. We really, really appreciated your time today. That was Stephanie Lovett from Lidos. And I so appreciated seeing Stephanie again because she's always voted best recruiter. She always works for really exciting companies. And she just loves everywhere she works and has great advice for job seekers. Rachel, what did you learn from my friend Stephanie today? Well, I can see why she's voted the top recruiter. Just her energy and her excitement and her passion are just amazing. Um, But I really love what she had to share about the company, about four times winning the most ethical company. And you know, really what I tuned in for was the ice cream truck. I was hoping that it made deliveries around here. So it was incredible. Love learning from her and learning with her. And we love the time that we got to spend with all of you. So thank you for choosing to listen to us and make sure you go out and subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, see you later.